Okay. Good morning, evening, afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hopefully you guys are having a, a good day, a good week, a good weekend. However, like it, for right now, currently it is... I'm just going to say it now. It's, it's Thursday, um, 12 a.m. And you know how I do these things. I always decide late at night when it's, you know, dangerous for majority of the people to be kind of like walking around late at night but you know I never really have an issue with that because I'm 6'3 and I look 25 (laughs) no one really comes bothers like no one comes to bother me anyway uh but yeah no hope everybody's doing okay it has been uh it's been a bit my last podcast was um April 2nd it is like May 11th so a little over a month Honestly, I kind of thought it was longer. Uh, since we last talked, or since I last talked, I guess, quite a quite a lot has happened. Um, some good, some bad, and a lot of it has just kind of accumulated in my mind. Just tonight, actually. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let it sit there and fester. I'm gonna go do what I normally do and uh, go out and. and speak it out so uh yeah that's that's gonna be the intro we'll uh we'll let the the background music just kind of take you away for the next like few seconds as we progress to the uh the little summary i guess uh i, I probably won't have a summary to be honest because i don't have any kind of a structure this time so it's pretty much just going to be free-flowing uh rambling so, uh, yeah, without further ado, any, no more ums and yes, you know, so like, nah, we'll just, uh, we'll start the next one right now. Okay, so yeah, I decided there won't be like a little summary, I'll just kind of go into first topic. First topic is going to be what all has changed within the past month. So, I wanna say maybe the end of the week that I recorded um, the episode last time. So I don't I don't know, like April 2nd, I don't know what day that is. Hi, Kitty. Um, decided to make some positive changes in my life. Big thing, I wanted to get my, get a job back or just just get a job in general. I spent a lot of time since being um, fired from Starbucks, again, due to my mental health issues and a lot of other uh, growing issues that I I wasn't dealing with. So I've used that time wisely, I would say, to kind of recuperate to reassess myself and definitely focus on a a better mental state, I guess. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm like 100% happy because I know that that's never going to be the case, but it is, I I feel good knowing what I've been doing the past month to, to help myself, to help my mom, just get things back on track I feel like because I've been away from that specific track 
for too long, in my opinion, like way too long. So, fancy word aside, I started applying again. Um, I just kind of, I, I was talking to my online friend, one of my like, I don't, I don't know if we, I would consider us like best friends, but uh, we do talk a lot and I've known him for about a year. I met him on uh, Destiny, if you guys remember that, or if you guys don't know, uh, previously, like last year, I talked about um, my best friend Christian and I getting more into a game called Destiny because we needed more players and more people to do like the high-end activities called like raids. They, you need six people and they have like their own interesting mechanics and stuff. I'm not going to go really in-depth into it. I'm just giving a little um, background knowledge, I guess. So Marcus was one of those people. I met him through my other online friend, Cameron. Uh, they were pretty much like the first two, I guess. And there was another one, Amy. I, I believe I've mentioned these names before in that same episode, as well as quite a few others. Um, so it started there. And then as the year kind of went by, and so this is before, you know, I was, I had a job at Starbucks, right? I created a little community for myself, for Christian, for Marcus and Cameron and Amy, just like for all the, it was originally just like a small little group of just like the five of us. And then sometimes like Amy and Cameron's friends would kind of fill in to be the sixth. So that was cool for a bit. And then the more that we played online, the more we met more people that we seemed to get along with. So over the year, I decided, you know, like, hey, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to kind of make a, an Instagram group chat. And I don't know if I've talked about, I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, because the more I'm talking about it, it kind of sounds like deja vu, but let me just kind of run through it real quick. So I made an Instagram group chat when we got to like 30 people in the group yeah we had like 30 players constantly playing like destiny just just uh my, my main goal was to just kind of have everybody you know get along with each other vibe uh be friends have a have a good time They're playing uh, like clearly one of our favorite games that we all joke that we're addicted to um when it exceeded that 30 we got to like 40 45 i had to make an instagram i had to make a discord server and I had one of my, another one of my online best friends that I met through Destiny. Uh, a few months after I started playing more online and getting more of these online friends, uh, I've known him since March. Uh, his name's Aiden. So he's been on Discord and he's been with a, a clan in Destiny uh, with like a bunch of other people for like two years. So he he kind of knows, and like they have their own uh, Discord server. So he knows Discord pretty much in and out. So he helped me create a server for all of us. I was at like he I was he was made admin, I was made like the server leader, like whatever. And then it was just cool just having yet another place of even more people. It's like those same people as well as more people we would just kind of continuously add. It was cool. I felt accomplished. It was it, it was cool to I, I I didn't feel like powerful, I would say that's not the right word, but I definitely felt like I had importance i guess that so many people you know enjoyed playing with with me and my other friends and it was cool just to combine everybody into uh just a, a little a little, a little family basically i kind of saw it as that um but so yeah that's 
that's pretty much where that happened. I'm pretty sure I did talk about that. Last, like, I'm pretty sure I did talk about this last episode. So I will continue going on to the point. So with Marcus, um, known him for about a year. Awesome, like pretty, pretty cool dude. Um, him and I were talking when we were in one of our like depressive states that was happening a lot more often. So she had been down in the dumps, not really talking to anybody, which is normal for him. But it was a little too often, I guess. It was almost like every day. And it happened for about like a week or so. So I kind of forced him into a party with me and just kind of coerced him kind of to to get him to open up and talk. I, I wanted to make it funny. So I told him, I was like, no, dude, like I have some really shitty alcohol in my mini fridge. And for each minute that you have me sit here and you are not confessing how you truly feel what's going on with you, I'm going to take a sip and you're going to hear me almost gag because it is really fucking bad. And so he's like, what are you going to do? Like peer pressure me? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> he's like, well, it's not going to work. So I don't think it did work. And I wasn't really trying to. I just kind of wanted to see if I could make him smile. He, you could hear like the, the sneer and the snicker through the headset. So I guess mission accomplished. And I, I did end up, you know, opening the bottle and taking a sip. It was awful. for, But I finished the bottle nonetheless. And I got him to eventually open up and we were both just kind of on the same wavelength we didn't like where we were in life yes it's it's cool playing destiny with all these guys but we're both 22 or he yeah we're both 22 and we have no job no way for income we're not in school neither of us are really have like any kinds of plans for the future, not like way, way, way in the future, but you know, at least something to kind of get us started on thinking about what we want to do as we progress to yet another stage of our lives as we get older. So after about like an hour talk, we both kind of, we, we spent the next few days, I guess, talking about certain jobs we could, we could go for and encouraging one another to go get them so after we had that talk the next day i decided i was i'm gonna get my ass up um, i thanked him for you know helping me open my eyes he, he did the same so I, I decided i was gonna get my ass up and start going back to the mall putting in applications left and right i didn't want to do food so i was saving that for a last 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 resort but i mean there were other places i could have applied to uh like the, the various clothing stores, I guess, right? Like like Hot Topic, um, Air Apostle. Uh, I'm blanking right now, like Forever 21, American Eagle. So, so things like that, because I may not know too much about clothes because I never really worked in the apparel section at Walmart, but I still do have like two plus years of retail experience. So that's... <laughs> I mean, when I, when I put that on the application and I tell the managers this, they're not going to see that and just kind of scoff me away. No, they're, they're going to see those two years and, and take an interest. At least that was my, that was my mindset. So I, I ended up doing that for uh, the next few weeks. I would get up. I would uh, talk to my buddies, tell them what I'm going to do today, especially Marcus, so we could help encourage. I encouraged him to go check out some uh, 
some local jobs around you know where he lives in like Pennsylvania so we're, we're at this point you know we're, we're both encouraged we're both aiming for something and so now it's just a matter of putting it to action so yeah I'd go to this I'd go to the mall I put in applications I signed up for quite a few places uh I signed up for like maybe five or six more stores uh like adding on to the ones that I previously mentioned as the weeks went by not really so I put in the applications but nothing was really coming to fruition I never I wasn't getting any calls back I wasn't getting asked for like interviews some of them uh like this one is called buckle so if you guys live in the the san antonio area specifically like the like the where north star is so i'm talking about inside north star it's over by where the dillard's is um for those that are out of state or for those who just don't know dillard's is kind of like a like a jewelry store well it's, it's like a jc penny it's kind of all encompassing it's you got apparel you've got um like outdoor camping stuff, maybe like a mini academy, I guess, but not really because the selection is way, way limited. I don't really know how to describe a Dillard's to someone who doesn't know what a Dillard's is, I guess, but yeah, it's by the Dillard's. It's this uh, little shoe store, or the, yeah, it's a shoe slash clothing store called Buckle. I walked in and, you know, the the, the woman who uh, talked to me, I think her name was, was Connie. She made me feel like I was already part of the team. Like I, I had, I may have just been a, I could have just been like a customer, but I highly, highly, um, okay, no. I very much appreciated her customer service. That is definitely something that I feel like she should be accommodated for. So I don't think she's ever gonna listen to this, but you know, or the manager for that even, or for, for that, but if this does, please, please give Connie, I believe that was her name. Please give Connie like a raise. She definitely deserves it. She's definitely keeping, she's definitely pulling customers in and keeping people there. She's, she's awesome. So I put in an application, I asked for an application. She immediately went to go grab it. We had like our talk, just asking about like who she was, how, who I was, um, and then asking about like the store, just kind of just being more personal and, and open with each other, I guess. It was, it was really cool. And then she was like, no, yeah, cool. So thank you for filling out the application. Um, you give me until the end of today and I will have my manager call you uh, and we'll set up an interview. So it was kind of busy over the weekend, but I did eventually get that interview. I went in, they told me I, uh, to wait until the next day. They called me the next day after the interview they just decided based on the other applicants i guess that they had received over the weekend they were kind of just like well we're, we're just going to go a different way another like point that i want to kind of skew like skew into uh, or get into i should say and skew away from the from the main point as we all know i do a lot i hate that shit just tell me if i got it or i don't like if i didn't don't don't pussyfoot it just sounds so much worse. We decided to go another direction. Like, what? which way? Because the applicant is going to go right through the same fucking door that I just went. So, he's going to talk to you in the same direction that I talked to you. 
So don't say you're going in a different direction. Just tell me as it is. You're just, hey, you didn't get it. I, I don't know if people have been complaining about that and that's like a, a new thing, but it, it's, it's happening a lot more often. And I, I, I hate that. It's so inefficient. And like I, like I said, it just sounds stupid and so much worse than just saying like, hey, no, no, you didn't get it. Like, don't worry about it. Sorry. Next. Like, plain and simple. Anyway, so that didn't work out. Um, I ended up putting an application at Spencer's. I'm pretty sure the majority of you know what a Spencer's is. Uh, just kind of see what would happen. Um, I put in an application and then I had to wait like two weeks because the hiring manager himself was away. And then uh, another manager that would be in charge of like the interviews and stuff, he was going on vacation. So I had to wait those two weeks, but he eventually called me up asked me for an interview, walked in. The dude was really cool. Um, as I'm filling out the application, he, like, we're talking about, like, anime, Pokemon and stuff. But I just, I asked to cut it short because he was pretty much only guaranteeing eight to 10 hours as I start. So like eight to 10 hours per week at like 10 an hour. I did tell him I have the two years of experience and the only thing that I really don't know is you know like the the sex and drug shit that you have like you know like all the all like the lingerie the and i told him that i was like i can help customers with a lot of shit in here but the dildos and like the sex stuff i don't i don't know that so i'll definitely need extensive training on that and he's like no well yeah you're definitely gonna get it because that's uh that's where spencer's makes the majority of their money it's all the the sex and love stuff and i was like huh See, that didn't really occur to me as, like, a, a high schooler. I just kind of liked going in there and looking at the phallic-shaped items. They had, like, this pecker cap. So it was like a it was like a, a cap that you put on your head, obviously. And it would be like a, <laughs> like a big, fluffy penis. And there was, like, a string by the, the side of the cap. And you just kind of pull the string over and over again. And it would just kind of flicker. Like, you would just be, like, the wagging penis. I, it, it was cool. Anyway... So, yeah, based on the hours and the, the pay that they were offering, I, I asked, I was like, hey, can we just, just cut the short? He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. I was like, I'll try and get back to you later in the week. But if not, um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to work out. But thank you for like letting me have your time. And, uh, you know, you guys have a good one. So I left there. I also put an application at Arapo... I put an application at... Uh, Aeropostle. Aeropostle, they really, really, they seemed like they really wanted me. I immediately had like a walk-in interview with the woman there. Her name was Cynthia. She's uh, she's pregnant, so she was, she was really cool to talk to. When I told her that I had two years of retail experience and I wasn't afraid to work closing to, uh, uh, sorry, opening to closing shift 40 hours a week, more than 40 hours a week, her eyes just lit up. You could see her at least like a hundred miles away. She, you could tell as soon as I, I opened my mouth and I, I gave her my qualifications. Oh man, she, she wanted me there. So I put in, uh, I put an application. At this point, or no, I had taken the application home, but I had waited for like a week straight and I just never got around to it. So that's on me. So when I went back and put and finally turned in the application. They had a lot more other applicants. Um, 
but they said they were, you know, they were going to give me a call. So as I'm waiting for this to happen, I'm like, as, as I'm waiting for this to happen and all throughout the weeks that I'm going in and I'm applying, I'm also stopping in by Starbucks. I don't work there anymore, but I'm still pretty good friends with a lot of the people that still work there. And I even got introduced to quite a few others that I've hung out with a few times since meeting them. And some of them decided to tell me that, you know, I was able to get my job back. I didn't think I would based on how I've already explained how I left. It was really unprofessional, really shitty of me. And I didn't think I was that good of a cust like of a, of a worker. Yes. My customer experience was extravagant for sure, but there were plenty of things that I felt I was very behind on. And while my managers and my coworkers were trying to tell me the opposite, just to kind of try and encourage me and push me in the right direction. Sorry, there's, there, there's some cars going by, as per usual. Um, I don't really take, like, it wasn't really good criticism. I don't take that, like the complimenting, I guess. I don't really take that well if I know especially that I'm fucking up. Like, don't, don't tell me that I'm doing right if I'm clearly not. I can tell the drinks are not being made right. I'm too slow. I've been late way too many times that there are a lot of things that I was bad at. <laughs> so to hear that I could possibly get my job back was... I, I, it was more confusing. I kind of thought it was a joke. But... No, um, one of the last times I stopped in, I talked to my old manager and he basically confirmed that I am. He let me know that he personally would love to have me back on the team. The coworkers would love to have me back. Uh, I just need to make sure that I'm actually, you know, in a good spot this time because I clearly wasn't in a good spot when I left. So him being the manager, he even took responsibility for that. He's like, I'm sorry, you know, the atmosphere. I was like, no, 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 no. I had to like shut him off real quick. Like, dude, like you did nothing wrong. Even the coworkers that I had spats with, they did nothing wrong. The, the customers I could give a, I could not care less about because I worked at Walmart. So the Starbucks customers, they don't bother me at all. <laughs> like at all. Um, it wasn't the, it wasn't the job. It wasn't the environment. It wasn't you. It, it was it was literally just me all in my head. And I told him, I was like, here's here is the issue. My life right now is clearly not even close to being complete. My story still has plenty of of chapters upon chapters, maybe even close to volumes that have yet to be written. And I was unable to see that the way that I was thinking, the way that I was feeling. The way I saw it, I wake up in the morning, if God continues to breathe life into me, I wake up in the morning, I go to work. I sit there. Yes, I'm doing things, yes, I'm doing my job, but in 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 a way that I was thinking of it like my like my my timetable, I guess, for my life, it was just kind of one fixated point there at Starbucks. All the blank space, all the the unwritten part of my story was not, I couldn't fathom it, nor could I even envision it. it. It just wasn't there in my mind. It was work. And then the only thing that I know I'm guaranteed for sure is death. So that's, that's where my mind went. It was work and then death. 
all the, the, the gray blank space just did not exist to me. It was just work and death. And I kept thinking about that as I was at work. I was like, cool, so I'm gonna serve coffee here. And then, what, 60, 80 years just keel over? That's cool. And the more I thought about that, obviously the more it affected my work and shit. So again, I'm not gonna go really into it because I covered this already. I covered it in great detail <laughs> last episode. So, but no, yeah. Um, he told me I was rehirable. The people told me I was rehirable. He even told me after he, um, he had to call me so we could like set up like another mini interview. He even told me after talking with his board of managers and directors that they even want me back on the team. So I'm, I guess it seems that, you know, this is definitely a, a door that God is reopening for me. I never thought I would go back to a job because I always thought of that as seeing it as like going backwards. But I haven't been able to find anything these like pat like this past month. And I've taken eight months already away from work to relax, get worse, kick myself in the ass with friends and with my mom, with God, and then start again. <laughs> so uh yeah. I told him that I was like, yo, okay, yeah, let's do this. So uh, I put an application, and so now everything's just kind of on him right now. He said, uh, based on how long everything's going to take, earliest might be like next week I start work again. Um, latest would be like two weeks because he needs to work out like the schedule and stuff. So back to the Aeropostle thing. Um, when I did put in my application, like I was saying, you know, they had a lot more app, like because I was late to it. Um, I put in my application and I was told that there were a lot more applicants that applied. So instead of doing the interview that we had already agreed upon, she pushed it back to a later week because she wanted to do a group interview. And that group interview was supposed to be this week, actually today, later in the day, obviously. Um, when I walked into Aeropostle to talk to the manager, to Cynthia, after... I had, you know, already pretty much agreed to go back for Starbucks. I just kind of wanted to see if I just kind of wanted to follow up, you know, uh, to see if that was still like a thing to see if they could get me in faster, you know, just, just, I wanted to, to see it through. I didn't want to just kind of leave them high and dry. So I walked in and I asked like, Hey, um, how about this group interview that's happening? The dude working there just kind of looked at me. He gave me like those bless your heart eyes and just kind of said, ooh. I was like, what's, 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 ooh, what's, what's going on? He was like, there's, that's actually been canceled. I was like, you're, you're shitting me, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, is everything okay? I, I started thinking, I was like, well, Cynthia's pregnant. I was like, did, did she give birth? Did something happen? Is, 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 is she okay? Is her baby okay? Her, like, her partner okay is is because is, she's like one of the main managers so and she's the one setting up the the group interview so that was pretty much the only thing going through my mind if something were to go awry it's got to deal with her but he was like no, no 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 she's good she's good like the baby's still growing healthy inside i'm like okay so what's the issue he's like i don't know there's just a lot going on and it's just been canceled and i was like okay uh 
Well, then I guess I have nothing. I have no reason to be here. Uh, you have yourself a good one. He's like, yeah, you too. So I walked out and I started thinking. I was like, that's really odd and peculiar that you know, this, this group interview was canceled without letting myself and the other applicants and the attendees that were going to said group interview we, we weren't given like any information that it was canceled and i i left out that i had to call all through the weekend basically to ask about the group interview and i was never really given a time and a day until like right before i walked so like the day before i walked in so i mean with me already sealing things back up with uh with with brian my manager and i guess that's gonna be the direction that i'm going i guess it was just kind of god's plan that the the group interview just kind of fell off so it was no longer an alternate option that i needed to to look for anymore so yeah that's been the the, the good um, the past few months, like the past, sorry, the past month, just been talking with friends, getting the, the kick in the ass from them, from myself, from mom, God. Um, I also found out that I like to go to bars. Uh, last week, I met up with my friend Josh, who I hadn't really talked to pretty much a lot since like through high school. We communicated here and there every now and then but we weren't like really close or anything. He posted on his story that he went to, um, like he was just kind of walking around. He, he was skating home and he saw that there was some dude just kind of up on stage singing like at a bar. So he just kind of waltzed in, asked what the cover fee was, was told that there was no cover fee. It's a karaoke bar and it's karaoke night. <laughs> and if he wanted to, he could just kind of trot up there and sing his heart out so he put that on his story and i saw it one night and i was like you know what it's like 12 30 in the morning it's fucking raining fuck it so i got dressed i got my uber and we went there and i went there and i wrapped my little heart out to uh, nf just like you um a lot of the people in the bar seemed to really enjoy it, including the dj i told him that i would be coming back later on so we were planning on going again um, that Saturday. Uh, so yeah, last Saturday. I had gotten a few of my other buddies. They had agreed to come with. Uh, one of my buddies, Andrew, I've known since middle school. Not Mashad, the one that I uh, hang out with. I'm pretty sure I've talked about him before. So not the one that I met in choir, another one that I met through like middle school. Um, pretty decent friends. And then like we, we continued talking throughout high school and even after and then one of my best buds alan who i'm really good i'm really close with like his family um close with him another one that i met in middle school but i didn't really start nurturing like a friendship till like after high school when I, we were both working together at papa murphy's and he was my manager again pretty sure i've also covered that in another episode so i won't really go too much into details about that but yeah so we go in saturday and everything's going fine you know we all meet up <laughs> as one of the the people is going up there and singing all of a sudden the the glass panel behind him just shatters so 
normally you would think like okay well maybe he just hit like a really high note no the dude had a pretty pretty low i'd say like maybe baritone bass two but like high bass two voice and i didn't really know what was going on like i said all i just all i saw was the glass shatter and i heard it break i looked to my left and there was a car what had happened was some dumbass was going 30 miles an hour and he ran into a steep like a one of like the marble columns that is outside the bar that impact transferred to the concrete under like to the side of the pillar the one i guess the one that's like the base and that caused solid chunks pretty pretty big chunks to fly into the bar it had hit a couple who was sitting outside and it hit them at the table as they were like literally jumping out of their seats to avoid the concrete and the glass and then the table and chunks of concrete had done in the glass window um people had rushed through set now the broken glass window to uh the car to make sure that the person driving and anybody else in the car was pretty much um, unharmed a, a couple other people went to go to the couple give him some space and let the dude like lie down apparently he had really injured his knee I'm, I'm assuming either the the impact of either like the concrete or just the the adrenaline the shock maybe he like tripped and fell like trying to figure like to leave but whatever it was he, he looked in a kind of bad shape not not too bad like it was broken or anything but you could definitely tell like he was he was suffering some some pain um so emts were called uh 911 was called we had like it became a whole like police scene and uh it became a police a crime scene there we go and then um you know people like the emts showed up in the, the ambulances to eventually take the the driver the passenger and the, the customer who was was hit so we obviously had to evacuate i had asked like you know who's gonna like clean up all the stuff i'd even volunteer like i can grab like a room or something and you know start cleaning up like the glass and he's like yeah, why the, the owner's just gonna take care of it we'll, we'll be back by wednesday so supposedly everything is already cleared up and they've been having a pretty good night as of right now for karaoke but uh that's pretty much all i know from from that so yeah that was that was that was pretty cool i guess um i, I think i've talked long enough about this little segment so but yeah just a lot of good things have been happening this month uh i'm gonna end off this right now and then i'm gonna go to the next segment i'm just gonna talk about some of the things that have just been on the forefront of my mind some kind of bad and then what eventually led me to wanting to go out and make this episode in the first place so we're gonna do that right now okay so all that happened right feeling pretty good but as with everything you know balance is all about the good and the bad the highs and the lows and you can't you know with me doing so well uh you know trying to fixate my life on 
working and doing other things. I, it, it led to, I guess, some sacrifices, I guess, as well as some other things that just I wanted to kind of talk about, see if maybe somebody else who listens to this could kind of maybe reach out to me and give me uh, give me an opinion on what they think. But uh, yeah, here's, here's how that goes. So because I wanted to fixate myself more on my work, like on getting a job, and now we're going back to, you know, basically this past month when I started getting myself up, I had realized that with me wanting to fixate myself, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to not be as active with, you know, my community, with my, with my, my group, my, my little family. And honestly, uh, out of the 40 people, 45 people that were in that server, we mainly, I mainly pretty much conversated and really got along with like five, five or six sometimes seven or eight depending on uh because they were usually with some of the of the the five or six like they were like one of their friends and so i was just like civil it was, it was okay but a lot of them just it was just kind of like a one and done kind of thing or they just never wanted to play again they moved on they got busy so like so like whatever so i decided i was just going to kind of cut everything off cold turkey um i messaged in the server i was like hey uh i'm no longer gonna be leader of this this group i'm gonna give it to aiden since he's the one that helped me set up the server uh peace so i kind of left very abruptly i wasn't really trying to, to scare or worry anybody but those that you know cared were kind of concerned so they reached out and eventually, you know, I, I just told him, I was like, no, yeah, like it's nothing bad or anything. I'm not in a bad state. I'm actually in a better mental state than before. And I'm trying to capitalize on that by getting a job, by doing like being more productive, being out of the house more because it's cool being inside the house. But God, I, I like being social. I'm, I'm very, I'm very much an extrovert. That's how I make friends, even with some very, very introverted people. So yeah i uh i left the the group i left my own community that i made cold turkey i deleted the game so i no longer play destiny um and i pretty much just keep in touch with like maybe four or five of them marcus is one of them another one that i don't think i've mentioned but he's been a like another really good online friend for um, about a year now well over a year now his name's eddie he lives in a California, Nevada, one of those. Um, awesome dude, awesome dude. Uh, he got me back in a few other games, so we've kind of just been like playing that together. And so yeah, he's one of the main that I talked to. Marcus, obviously. Um, another one that I met about like maybe six, seven months ago. His name's Dylan. Uh, he's a he's a senior from uh, Kentucky. Yeah, he's another pretty pretty cool dude. Like I love that guy. We we play a lot of we play a lot of Fortnite together. I know it's cringe. It's bad. I know. Just shoot me now, kill me, whatever. But uh what can I say? You know, he it's 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 fun now. I'm not gonna get into it now, but just like ooh, the changes that they made, it's a lot less cancerous than it was beforehand. I'll just I'll just say that because this is supposed to be about like the lows. So um I'm just kind of giving you like a a better idea of who I talked to. And then another one, uh, another really good friend is, um, is Dawson. 
he lives in Michigan, met him a year ago before I even started like the community thing. This was kind of when I was just trying to find like people to play with. I met him on Destiny 1 actually. He's been really cool ever since. Uh, love that guy too. Like pretty much the, the people that I mentioned, I, I, I fucking love. Um, and then I have a few others like uh, I've had I've had other friends, you know, that I just we don't talk anymore. I didn't want to talk to them. They didn't want to talk to me. Uh, like one of them, uh, his name is his name is Cameron. We we had our ups and downs since I've met him. He's been really cool. A little bit too giving in my opinion, but I won't really go into like the 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 need like the the nitty bitty of that. But like honestly, he's he's a great dude. Cameron, if you ever hear this, uh, I hope you're you and your mom are doing okay, and I hope you get you know your your living situated your living situation you know fixed. And I hope your brother's doing good. I hope your your job is doing good. And I I hear you have a girlfriend now. So hey man, congrats. Uh, I hope you guys are very happy together. Cause you definitely deserve it. I just, I, I, I just didn't want to talk with him anymore. It wasn't like he annoyed me a lot of times. Sometimes he did, but I feel like I also annoy people as well. It feels really shitty to kind of say that. And honestly, this feeling is really what pushed me to go into this section of the podcast and make, or like, yeah, of the episode and make this episode in the first place. I don't really know how to describe and justify the way I feel towards the people that I'm now going to like talk about um buddy Cameron cool dude annoyed me a few more times than was I guess that was I had wanted or that I would have liked but not really not a lot to do with with him I was just at this time I was you know just kind of I was still going through it my mental state and now that you know I'm just more focused on this he just kind of took it as like oh okay so like we're just not going to talk at all and I was like I mean I guess not um I never really acknowledged him I just didn't bother responding to him so that's on me um so we no longer talk but again man I hope you're doing good hope everything's okay another one that I met um over a year ago her name's uh her name's Amy her and Will have been really cool but you know she she also deals with a lot of depression and anxiety so she, she she's been dealing with that for a while and it sucks seeing that like on her on her social media stories because then i'll slide up and i'll be like hey like what's wrong come talk to me or like let's let's get in a game together let's get in a party together like because uh you know when i was streaming we would stream together even before i started streaming we would party up together we we, we play together I, i'd make her laugh you know she'd make me laugh like it was it was cool so I just wanted to kind of be there for her in her, her dark moments, even though her dark moments, it happened a lot. I'm not going to say it was annoying, but it was it was definitely concerning. It, it's, it's like an everyday thing. And it doesn't make me think of her in a bad way. Like I said, I'm, I'm just concerned, homie. Um, and so it, it would just kind of, inf- it would kind of infuriate me, but I would also understand because I was basically on the other side of the, of the fence when I was in my lows and people were trying to reach out to me and I didn't bother responding or I saw that they did and I just didn't give a shit. So maybe that was like a reality check for me, but it it sucked nonetheless. For those that I did that to, I'm sorry and thank you for those that stayed. 
Um, so yeah, like infuriated me because I would, you know, I'd slide up and be like, hey, like, what's wrong? What's going on? And she would just leave me on scene or she would just kind of like on Xbox, I would like message her and she would just either like go offline or make her part of like invite only. So I was like, okay, okay, um, sure. I'm just trying to do what I can for somebody who's going through it. Uh, so I, yeah, her and I had like a, I kind of reached out to her today or yesterday and I, I think I came off too harsh and I sounded like a dick and this isn't the first time. Uh, this is one of the situations that I'm going to go over. There are like a three or four that I'm going to cover in this um, part of the episode. So I just, I was just like, so are we just like, cause we haven't really spoken in months since I, I quit streaming again. I quit destiny. We haven't talked in months and I wanted to see if we were even still friends, to be honest at this point. Her boyfriend, Will's cool. Like, her, him and I get along kind of well. Uh, he's... He's autistic, but just to the point where, you know, he can't gather, like, social cues and stuff. And so, he, it's, like... But that's that's pretty much it. Other than that, he's a... He's, he's, he's a fine dude. We got along pretty well with our with our jokes, gaming, whatever. So, I, I was... I was I thought I was, like, pretty okay, good-ish friends with uh, with each other. They also like, you know, no, never mind. So, um, they just seemed really cool, you know, and I enjoyed being with them, uh, meeting their friends, them meeting my friends. It was just, I thought it was like a, it was a cool friendship slash relationship we had going on, you know. Uh, I just kind of messaged her really, really forward, kind of a dick move of, of me. Just like, so yeah, we're we just not gonna be friends anymore, cause I mean. Last time I tried hitting you up, you just straight up ignored me. Um, previous times I've talked to you just to ask if like you wanted to play or whatever. Um, I know you're going through your mental state, but you didn't even acknowledge me. And then it just kind of seems like you're avoiding me when I'm just trying to trying to ask if you're okay. I know that's not my job, and I know you didn't ask for it, but I'm still trying to do it nonetheless because you're a friend, and I'm concerned. And I had to learn a lot these past few years that you don't really get to decide who's going to be concerned for you and who's not going to be concerned for you that's that's not your choice that's theirs and if they're worried and they're concerned it's for a good fucking reason a lot of my friends i've i've told them i don't want them worrying about me and they just told me like well that's not your fucking choice that's not an option you get to make that's mine <laughs> so yeah she was just, and then she just responded with she eventually saw it a few hours later and she was like whoa uh i'm sorry i'm i'm just I, i'm always depressed a lot and you know i'm just going through you know a lot of stuff with like my mental state and she was like i'm sorry if like us like talking and not being friends like pisses you off or anything i'm like no it doesn't piss me off it just it concerns me what pisses me off is like I'm trying to lend you my hand, which you didn't ask for. I know that, but I'm doing it regardless just to see if I can help you. And I just kind of feel like you're just you're not taking it, which you obviously don't have to. But it sucks, you know, because a lot of my other friends have. So maybe it's just been like it's just supposed to be like a lesson. Like, well, not everybody you offer your hand to 
it's going to reach out and take it. You just kind of need to accept that and be okay with it. So maybe that was a learning lesson for me, um, Amy. I'm sorry. I was so I told her that I was like, look, I'm I'm, I'm just concerned. That's that's all. She she didn't bother responding to that. Um, a girl I met on the Destiny thing um, a year ago. <laughs> Don't know if I've talked about this in one of the other episodes, but I'm gonna talk about it now because it's really embarrassing. Basically, met her over Destiny. Um, cool girl. Her name's uh, her name's Maya. She lives in uh, like Michigan, and because of how quote down bad I was at the start of last year, we had only known each other for about like a week, and I had tried like asking her out. I know, very stupid, very embarrassing, but in that week we had talked like almost every day. She had told me about like her uh, what it's like being in. Uh, in Michigan, she told me about her family, her uh, you know her beliefs, her uh, who she was as a person, and I honestly I'm not gonna lie, she had a very attractive and soothing voice, so I, I enjoyed being at the party with her and I enjoyed learning about her. So I decided to shoot my shot, all stupid like, and then I got depressed when I got rejected. Obviously, no shit, right? And so after that, I felt like I just kind of annoyed her at that point, you know, because I was asking like, hey, how's it going? No response. She would be in like a party with her other friends. Just no, just no response. So I decided to, to cut that off. So I went the rest of the year. Not really like I remembered her, but I didn't talk to her at all. Um, she eventually hit me up in the at the end of last year. And so I messaged her and I was like, I honestly couldn't remember the name. So I was like, or no, I did recognize the name, but I didn't want to seem like I did. So I was like, who's this? Um, so she eventually convinced me to get in a party with her. And I told her what had happened. I told her I felt embarrassed. It was, I felt like I was being annoying. I felt like I was ignored, which is highly understandable. I would ignore the shit out of me too. I was, I was very annoying. I, I hated that part of me and, um, in that time frame. So I just apologized um, a lot. And she just kind of laughed and thought it was cute. Um, so we, we've continued talking since. Um, I guess because she's an online friend who's I find attractive both inside and out. As well as... No, yeah, because of that, I know that nothing's ever really going to happen. So for whatever reason, that in my mind decided to give me a lot more confidence... And so I started flirting with her a little bit. I started calling her cutie, uh, you know, giving her like stupid little pet names. And she enjoyed it. It made her smile. Um, so I did that for like a few weeks. And I'm not going to say I started getting, re okay, I'm not going to say that like I was head over heels for her again, like I was the first time I met her. But it was just more of, I recognized a pattern. You know, I would compliment her she would say thank you compliment her she would say thank you tried asking how her day was have to wait like a few days and i compliment her and she'd say thank you or like something else so i i, I looked at it and i was like yeah, is this so I, I messaged her tonight actually and or the last few days actually i've been talking about this with her just like hey is this is this still worth it 
She's like, what do you mean? I was like, this this friendship that we have. She was like, I don't know. I think we get along nicely. You make me smile. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah, but like, how do you really feel when I when I call you those names? Because you know, normally those are kind of names for people who are actually interested into each other, like in each other, not just to kind of throw around. So specifically, the ones that I was calling you, like baby doll, uh, cutie, sweetheart, like the romantic shit. And she was like, no, I mean, well, it made me smile. And you make me smile, so it was just cool. But I don't know. I, I didn't like the direction that our bond was, was going because it wasn't. It wasn't progressing at all. And so I brought that up with her tonight. I was like, look, this doesn't feel genuine. <laughs> and I don't mean in terms of like a relationship, like you're, like we're going to meet someday and you know start dating because you know that's, that's not happening. We both know that. I know that. So, like, that's fine. I just mean just the bond, the friendship that we have going on. Um, it, 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 I don't know. She's like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you live in another state. <laughs> and granted, I have friends online that I met through Destiny that I still talk with to this day that I've met for about a year now, that I've known for about a year now. Another good one. His name is... Uh, his name is George, real cool guy. He lives in uh, he lives in Texas here. So uh, yeah, it's he's he's pretty cool. Um, he was able to to get a better job and get a, get into a house with the, with his mom and his brother. So honestly, like he's been doing really good. But I just wanted to kind of throw his name out there in case he listens to this and he's like, "What the fuck was my mention?" I got you, George. Don't worry. Um. But yeah, I was like, I have friends, you know, in other states, online friends, but we actually talk to each other. We we spend time with each other, even if it's over a fucking headset and in, in, in a video game. Like, the connections and the conversations that we have are real and genuine. Whether it's us just being, you know, retards and saying the dumbest shit, or us having actual conversations about our lives, or us being there for each other. Um, I, I told... Marcus and Dylan this yesterday and Dawson yesterday. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm going to get sappy here. I thank you for sticking around <laughs> after I, I, I left high and dry and I stopped talking to a lot of people, you know, in that community. Um, I don't know how I'd be able to, to get along with like, with, with, I don't know how I'd be able to like get by without talking with, with you guys and <laughs> They're not really ones to kind of show their um, emotion or really talk about their feelings. So they were, they just kind of sat there in silence, but they they understood. They just kind of said, yeah, like no problem. So, but yeah, so I, I brought that up with, 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 with Maya and I was like, it's what, what I have with them and what we kind of have doesn't really mean anything, does it? And she responded, she's like, oh, I didn't know our friendship wasn't benefiting you. That makes me upset. And I was like, I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, maybe I worded it weirdly. But I, so now after having like a few days of fuck ups with trying to get the words out of my mouth, I am speaking it. I, I don't know how to, how to phrase it. The, the friends that I, I, um, I talked to, you know, Nothing's really happening. Like, I hate cutting people off, and I hate people leaving when they cut me off. 
because it sucks. It, it sucks. Uh, for, for me, it sucks losing people. I, I cherish a lot of memories that I have with, with people, even if it's like a few days, a few minutes, a few months. Like their impressions, they weigh on me, you know, and they, they, they stick with me. So I don't, I don't like uh, seeing people go. And it was, it was easier for me to leave with the community because like I had mentioned already, I only talked to like maybe five or six of them that I still talk with to this day. So like I'm good with the friends that I had mentioned. And there was another one too. Um, her name is, uh, her name is Miriam. She, she just randomly hit me up on Instagram. Um, apparently she went to uh, high school with me. I just, I just didn't remember. Um, she messaged, like she followed me and then we just kind of started talking, not in that way, but just like as friends. Um, I, I, I took like her following me randomly and her messaging me or me messaging her just like, Hey, like, what's up? I took that as like, Oh, Hey, like you want to be friends. Okay, cool. So we talked for about like a month solid. I, we got to know a lot about each other. And then, you know, I, I got to the point where I was like, damn, well, I mean, like you live nearby. Why don't we like go hang out? And it, I know that sounds weird, but like, I, I know my intentions. It wasn't anything sexual. It wasn't anything romantic. I, I just wanted to, to meet and hang out with someone that I've really enjoyed like talking to and getting to know like over, the, uh, over the phone, especially if she lives nearby, like what? She was just kind of like, yeah, she replied. She's like, I'm sorry. I don't talk to strangers. I don't meet up with strangers and that kind of rode me the wrong way because I was like so if you don't want to talk with strangers why did you randomly like I had no idea who you are I don't know how you found me through suggested or like you looked me up or something but you were the one to kind of initiate this you know you just randomly followed me maybe i was the one that initiated it because i said hey what's up like who are you do we know each other we just kind of talked from there um i I helped you or i tried helping you and talking with you through like your 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 breakup because i know that was like pretty bad for you so i i don't know like we've been talking for about a month maybe two months i kind of figured we were friends at least in my mind we were we were kind of friends like later that week when we were just nice to each other and talking to each other like almost every day on the on instagram so i make bonds pretty easily i guess i guess she didn't so yeah i took sorry i I finished my water bottle i took the whole like i don't meet up with strangers comment i took that personally i was like well why the fuck did you hit me up then and she was like, whoa, 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 first of all, I only followed you because I thought you looked like somebody I knew. I thought you looked like my cousin. And I was like, okay, well, you didn't, you didn't mention that. And so she scrolled all the way up to show me that regardless, I was the one that initiated conversation. Because I was the one that said, hey, like, what's up? Do I know you? And so she was like, bro, you were the one that messaged me. And I was like, I only messaged you. I only messaged you because you randomly followed me regardless of your reason why 
if some random person follows me, I want to know who the fuck they are before I start initiating conversation. Like, I'm sorry for me that that just seems like proper. And then like her whole like I don't want to talk like meet up with strangers. I was like, well, that I told her I was like, well, technically everybody's a stranger until you you talk with them and make friends, you know. Just just saying. Otherwise, like, I, I don't know. So she was like, oh well, I don't know why you. You thought like we would be friends, and I was like, "Bitch, you what?" <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't really understand really what was happening here. And I even told her, I was like, "Look, you again." I reiterated like three times, "You were the one that messaged me." You normally do that to either get the person's, you, you normally do that to get someone's attention, or to keep up with them. That's the whole reason social media exists. That's why you guys friend each other or follow each other, like whatever your page is. So you guys can keep in touch with each other as well as you guys, or if not, you guys can see at least what the other has been doing. And when they decide to post or they decide to go like live or put on their stories or whatever, like you're somewhat interested or you just either don't care regardless and you just, you just don't have enough energy, I guess, or the time to remove them or whatever. So I, 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 I was just like, well, you messaged me. So I thought you were getting my attention. She's like, no, I don't do that. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm not like a... Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a bitch who just doesn't reply to messages. And I was like, you're good. I don't, I don't know what else to say. And so immediately right after that, she blocked me. I was just like, uh, okay. That, that happened, I guess. So, yeah, with, with Miriam, with Amy, and now with Maya, I, I don't, like... The mirror thing is a different thing. It's a different story. With with Amy, I'm just I'm trying to help her. I want to help her, but she's not letting me, and that's fine. And not everybody has to let like has to let me help them. It just sucks because eventually it does get annoying seeing all like I, I'll admit, yes, I was pretty annoying. Or I feel like I was probably annoyed at least a few of you when I posted about like my depressing shit. But I, I don't think I did it every day. She does it like every day. And then when I try and hit her up to ask like, hey, like come talk to me, come come be in a party with me. She just flat out refuses me and ignores me. So I'm just like, so why, why are we even friends then? Like I stopped playing the game that you and I met over and your boyfriend too. Like, we're all, like all three of us are pretty cool with each other, but we don't really talk anymore. So at this point, are we just done? Like, I just want to know like where this is going. Same thing with, with Maya. Like we've known each other for over a year, even though I cut her off for about a year. And we're not going anywhere. I, I don't I don't know if I want to have friendships that don't fucking go anywhere. Even all of the friendships that I have, even with the people that I haven't really talked with a lot or since like high school we still have a good bond and i know that like the majority of them at least if i was just like hey like hope you're doing well we could at least like be civil towards each other right so like i get that you know like time a lot of time has like passed the bond is is over with you know they're like they moved on with their lives a lot of the friends i i, I have that I, I consider real friends you know we still get along we still kind of talk almost every day or like every week something like that sometimes every month what, what i'm trying to say is 
we both kind of get something out of it, I guess. And I'm, I'm not saying that friendships are supposed to be about getting something out of the other person, but I don't know. Like, what's the whole point of having friends, right? It's, it's to make you feel good. It's to make them feel good. It's, it's to make us not feel so alone, right? So we're surrounded by other people that we enjoy, that we like to spend time with. And then in some cases that turns into a loving thing, right? I mean, not always, obviously, but like sometimes, you know, like regardless, it's, it's, it's the bond, it's the connection, it's, it's the togetherness. That's, that's what people get out of friendships, the, the memories, the bonds. You have to work at making those and it takes time, but it also takes effort. You have to do things with that person. You have to hang out with them, talk with them, fuck something, bro. You, you can't just like leave them high and dry and then expect like to come back together. Like for some people it works like that, you know, not for me. I don't want a friend that I can like leave high and dry or a friend that can leave me high and dry for an extended period of time when I'm either trying to help them or it's just clearly not going anywhere. You know, I, I, I might sound like a dick. I might sound harsh. I, I just, I had, I had no other way to phrase it. And, you know, talking with my friends like this and then even with like, with Cameron, uh, you know, who I just, I just didn't even bother responding to because I just didn't want to talk with him anymore. So maybe it's, it's this is like karma for how I left everybody and first how some of the friends that I should have been like I should have said bye better to I, I, I don't know I, I I don't know how to phrase it even as I'm speaking now that's why I'm, I'm stuttering and I'm, I'm stammering and fucking tripping all over myself I, I didn't know how to justify what I said and how I felt I, I don't even know if how I'm saying it now will make it come off the right way and yeah, it, it seems pretty convenient that like the, the three examples that I've given mostly have been female, like females. So while yes, I was attracted to Maya, it, it was nothing more than that. And Amy and Miriam were, were, were just friends, like they're homies. They were, or I, I don't know. Miriam, obviously, like we, we don't talk at all. She blocked me. Amy, I, I, I don't know. Same thing, and like, if I, if like Amy and I don't talk, then I doubt I'll talk to her boyfriend, Will, who I also really enjoy talking to, um, and not talking with them, I won't talk to a lot of their, a lot of her friends, a lot of his friends, that like we would kind of get together, I, I, I don't know, it's, so I guess these are like the sacrifices, I guess, that need to be made for me wanting to get back to the way I was before, when I was a lot more outgoing, and with purpose it, it it sucks losing people i i hate losing people because i've been cut off way too many times and i hated it every time i'm probably gonna continue to hate it I, i'm not like a lot of my other friends who can just be like well like if it happens it happens let it go i i don't want to let people go i want to hold on to them for as long as I can because I don't know how much more time I have with them or they have with me. It sounds a little obsessive, I guess, but I mean, <laughs> none of us know when we're going to kick the bucket, right? <laughs> none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow if we wake up tomorrow. 
So for me, I like to hold on to people. I like to hold them close. I like to form bonds quickly. I like to make close, good friends quickly. Because in my mind, the faster I establish that connection, the more the the now I can just focus on it naturally strengthening over time. And honestly, I I hope I don't lose you guys, uh, Marcus, Dylan, Dawson, George, Matt, another good one, Aiden, another Cameron that I met, Eddie. There are a few others, but like, I don't know what I would do to be honest if we just started going our own separate ways or we just cut each other off. You guys have helped me through a very, very low point in my time. You guys have been there for me. I've been there for you. You guys have been the epitome for of like, you know, real online friends to me because I never really had that before and I, I never really thought those really existed. So I, I hope not, man. I've, I've enjoyed spending every day that I have with you guys. Um, that I've been given, given the opportunity and it's, it's a blessing just to hop in a party and call each other <laughs> the worst of names and everything and just kind of smile and joke around get pissed off and just kind of have a laugh about it all, all the same it's it's been amazing and I want to continue that for as long as I can eventually everything does you know end so I don't know how our story will end, but I at least hope we get to say a, a good, a good goodbye and hopefully a reunion. I'm going to transition into the, the closing segment of, uh, of this episode now. Well, it's currently one in the morning. I've been out for about an hour. Hope I'm not driving my mom crazy with worry. Um, yeah, this has been another episode of Sincere Sessions with Steven. I don't really have much else to say. I'm I'm grateful to the people that I've met last year. I enjoyed spending time with them. They helped me distract me from my lows and... It kind of sucks now that I'm having to cut some ties with people or feel like it's time to just because nothing's happening. But yeah, this this episode has not been like one of the most emotional, but it's uh, there's, there's definitely some weight to it, I feel, because everything that I said was true. Uh... And I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. As you guys know, I don't like to edit my videos or my podcasts. I don't, I, I want to keep all the stammering, all the, 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 the fuck ups. I want to keep it all in there to be as genuine as possible. I don't, I don't want to edit anything else. I don't want anything to be like artificial or revised. This is 100% coming out of me right now. I don't even know what episode this is, to be honest. I've, I've been here at uh, an old church I used to be a part of back in like middle, uh, like the start of, like not middle school and then like the start of high school before I eventually left. I've just been 
sitting here on a rock um, with my phone and my headset, my headphones just recording my episode, uh, getting everything I needed to out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to whatever portion you did. To those that I mentioned, I don't know if I need to say anything else. Um, to those I didn't mention, I'm sorry, I guess. I've also really enjoyed your time, but we either just stop talking to each other just naturally or one of us just never really like one of us or either or both of us just kind of never really felt the need to speak to each other anymore so yeah um again thank you guys so much for tuning in to what i had to say and listening to me i'll definitely keeping you guys informed with how everything's going again at starbucks let you know um what my plans are for for moving forward and i guess another reason why i'm glad i have this podcast is i like to talk to myself a lot um i feel it's as if i'm the author to my own story right obviously everybody is right but they normally do it with like actions and then they have other people write their their stories um i guess this is just i found another reason why i want to keep doing this podcast it's like my my digital autobiography my audible autobiography (laughs) started kind of (laughs) late but yeah it it feels good now that i got that out of my system just just talking and talking it out in general whether nobody listens to this or you guys that do maybe it's just me talking myself this whole time um definitely god because he's always listening I'll, like I said, I'll keep you informed with everything that goes on. Um, I have, I have more plans for what I want to do now, um, in the very near future, and thankfully, with everybody's help and my own, um, hi, doggo, my own um, choices, I'm able to think more about the gray space. For me, it's my mindset is no longer in my mind. My timeline is no longer work and then the grave. It it kind of sucks that it's taken me 22 years to get back to that point, but I'm glad I'm still here. Um, I even had uh, an old teacher of mine reach out. I follow her on Facebook. <laughs> Because the whole thing was like, yeah, well, you can't follow any of the teachers that you really, like, really liked um, and enjoyed having uh, or enjoyed being a student of until you're 18, right? So once I was out of high school, I followed, like, followed her. She followed me back. She put on her thing and she was like, um, to all my old students, tell me, like, what was your first memory of uh, our first class together? And what are you doing now? So I told her, uh, you know, I'll never forget the time where... I had her for ninth grade biology, and the one time I came to school after hours, and she was still like, um, she was still tidying up her room for the next day. 
and I told her that I had my first suicide attempt, she just kind of dropped everything and just, just held me. Tears ran down my face and my vision became so fucking blurry, but it, it was a genuine hug that I needed. And that warmness kind of, that warmth and the, 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 the tenderness, I guess, of it just, just kind of helped me continue going that year. And then I had a few friends after I posted that, or after I commented that, um, I had a, a few friends reach out to me and just say, yeah, no, I'm glad you're still here too. And then the teacher even commented, she was like, no, yeah, um, honestly, no, thank you for being my, for being my student. I'll never forget um, when uh, you got hit by the, you know, the, the drunk driver, like 2019, 2018, something like that. Oh shit, it's supposed to be four years now, fuck. And as soon as you woke up from the hospital, you said that you wanted to find the woman and just talk to her. And you forgave her on the spot. Uh, she was like, oh, I don't know if I'd ever be able to do that. So you've got a bigger heart than I do. And I'm very glad that you're still here. So I guess kind of ending it on a somewhat sweet note. No, it is not anybody's job to kind of try and look after you friend-wise. Um, but for God's sake, this isn't even about me anymore, just in general. If a friend is doing what they can to try and make sure you're okay, the least you can do is respond. If you want to lie to them and tell them you're fine when you're sinking inside, then that's none of my business and ultimately your choice. But that one friend who is reaching out might also start to go down that same path and maybe just you acknowledging them helps stick them out of that or just let them know that you're okay kind of softens their worried heart already when it comes to bonds I don't know maybe as I get older I'll start to realize you know like you know, people come and go as for right now I'm still very young and transitioning into my adult stage still so I want to cherish every bond that I make and hold on to that for as long as I can before our lives change and I may not get to have that anymore and hopefully it's on to better things in our lives not because we couldn't deal with the pain anymore and decided to cut it short for everybody around us when you guys start to feel that way please please reach out you can hit me up on my instagram my social media like my uh my snapchat i'm always available if you guys need somebody to talk to or just listen i don't have to say a damn thing if if i can get you on like a text message or on like phone call through like we'll exchange numbers whatever and you just tell me for like six hours straight but all the shit that you've been through today last week last month last year and if just getting that out of you 
helps you and wants you to and allows you to want to stay here then I'll, I'll gladly do that like no no questions asked but you gotta you gotta want to to make that that choice and make that change no the more you just kind of let it sit there and fester the worse it's gonna get for you for the people around you so just try and muster up the strength listen to your friends go get the help man whether it's them whether it's therapy something you can't I don't want to leave anybody feeling like that and I know I'm talking to the I know I'm preaching to the choir because I don't think anybody wants their friends to be left like that especially if they know that they could have done something long ass uh, closing huh I'm just walking home at this point and talking but again thank you guys so much definitely will keep you informed on the next time that I I make one of these episodes and I'll let you know how everything goes I guess within the next few months have a good morning evening afternoon please stay safe and uh, thank you for listening truly God bless you guys